Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Simon Hodgkinson. Simon is a strategic advisor at Semperis, and we're talking today about why Active Directory security is such a hot space right now. Simon, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. Delighted to join you. Yeah, great to have you on the podcast today. Really looking forward to this one. Um, could you just give us like a sort of brief introduction into who you are and what you do, Simon? Yeah, great. Thanks, Matt. Um, so yeah, I'm Simon Hodgkinson. I'm a strategic advisor for um, Semperus. Um, prior to uh, joining Semperus, um, I was the Chief Information Security Officer at BP for the last four years of my corporate career. And prior to that, uh, the previous three years, I ran global infrastructure and operations. So both in, in both roles, Active Directory was uh, absolutely uh, a key element of my accountabilities. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. So obviously, as, as you know, uh, somebody who's had quite a lot of experience as a CISO, um, why should CISOs really be, you know, securing Active Directory and why is that so important? Yeah, Matt, before we kind of drill into the technical details, I think we should always start these conversations from the business perspective. Um, and remember that actually CISOs and CIOs are really here to enable the business to deliver on strategic outcomes. This is not about just delivering the latest and the best technology or, or security. And I think with the acceleration of digital transformation, especially after COVID or during COVID, the vast majorities of businesses are now digital businesses. So they can't operate if the technology da is down for a prolonged period. And, uh, and therefore, many of the kind of traditional uh, business continuity approaches don't scale to, um, to uh, a period of, uh, uh, of prolonged loss of IT. So if you then relate how Active Directory enables the business, uh, in its simplest form, um, one can consider Active Directory like a centralized phone book um, for your computer network. You know, it keeps track of everything like users and groups and computers on your network and, and really importantly, what they have access to. And if you in your personal life have ever lost your, uh, your phone book, um, which I, um, I've done on a numerous times when I've upgraded my phone, um, you can relate to the inability to uh, call people you know, to access people you know, or indeed who's, who's trying to contact you and whether it's a, a legitimate call. So the same is true with Active Directory. If Active Directory is unavailable, all connectivity is lost in an organization. Users won't be able to log into the systems they require to deliver the strategic outcomes of the business. As I said at the outset, that's what we're here to do. To do. Uh, and that's why Active Directory is so critical to organizations. And, and I use the term, it must be operationally resilient. It's a term I prefer to use than just secure, because it's more than just security. Without Active Directory, your organization is no longer operationally resilient. Without Active Directory, your organization is no longer operationally resilient. I love that. 
let's let's kind of like talk about some of these uh, incoming threats then, because um, there's there's clearly a need for this sort of type of security. Um, what what are some what are some of the threats out there that are you know really posing risk to AD? That's a that's a huge question as well. Actually, great great question. Um, but I think you you know at its very basic level, the the goal of all cyber adversaries is to gain unauthorized access to computer systems or networks um, for some form of malicious purpose. And therefore, if the goal is to gain uh, unauthorized access, at the very heart of uh, of that is Active Directory. So what they want to do is get access to Active Directory. And once they've got access to Active Directory, um, then try to move within an organization. But one has to has to remember there are always different motivations as well, and, and, and with those motivations become different capabilities. So if you if you think about people that uh, their their malicious purpose is say to steal intellectual property. Uh, political gain, disrupt national uh, infrastructure. The um, the adversaries uh, uh, tend to be more targeted. Um, ultimately, the same goal of gaining access, but they'll be extremely well resourced groups, uh, very sophisticated, and include anything um, such as tactics as uh, physically compromising uh, employees or individuals to get access to uh, environments. So they tend to have a very kind of um, long horizon and they will ultimately get into your organization. There is um, very few organizations that they wouldn't be able to break into. They only need to be right once. And as a defender, you have to be right 100% of the time um, to keep them out. If it's for financial gain, um, these tax, um, they can be targeted, but they typically are uh, mass attacks. So people um, hoping to gain access for financial reward and, and therefore more indiscriminate. Um, equally, um, you know, the dark web now has, um, you know, has a massively vibrant business model. And as a service business model, like you consume in your, your normal IT um, life. And, uh, and therefore, you know, if you want to gain access to an organization, uh, you can typically find somebody who's going to broker uh, what we call access brokers, who are going to broker that access and sell you already compromised credentials given access to organizations. The price will differ. Um, it kind of depends on the level of access, i.e. if you've got domain privileges and the type of business sector, i.e. if you've got a, a lot of money. Um, but actually, the, the cost of those um, credentials is very low compared to the, the gain that you can get from either um, well, through extorting money from organizations. Uh, and then once people are in your environments, um, adversaries uh, typically try to, you know, they try to gain control of, uh, of Active Directory. That's the ultimate, um, ultimate goal. And I thought I read one report uh, maybe a year or two back um, that said that sort of ninety five percent of all organisations use Active Directory. So you know it, 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 the, the skill sets are, uh, are going to improve in terms of how to uh, laterally move in, in once you've got that initial compromise, how to naturally move and escalate your privileges within Active Directory because it's so vastly used across all businesses. Have you kind of got any uh, examples that spring to mind of a time when 
a company's AD being compromised has, you know, really proved to be disastrous for them? Well, 90% of pretty much all um, breaches come through compromised credentials. And then those compromised credentials are used to escalate privileges such that you can deploy things like um, ransomware. And there are plenty of um, plenty of examples on the internet of organizations that have been breached that way. But the attack attackers are constantly changing their tactics, techniques, and procedures. People have got um, you know more technology deployed now to spot encryption um, taking place um, and therefore to to block it. So actually, what you see now is a lot of uh, a lot of the adversaries um, getting onto a network. Um, typically, once they've compromised, they can be there for anything up to half a year or a year, and they use that access to um, essentially uh, find things like uh, sensitive information, and they uh, extract that information, and we call it things like double or treble extortion. So not only is it trying to deploy ransomware, if they're successful, they've also got sensitive um, data, including things like you know uh, employee information or intellectual property um, or, or indeed material that could embarrass her or cause reputational damage to an organization and and therefore that's why you know active directory is so important if people actually get into the environment through a fairly you know through a basic user access an active directory um, is not secured in the right way um, they will look for opportunities to laterally move, uh, increase their privileges, and ultimately be able to effectively see anything they want on your network. Uh, and that allows them to, to get into things like double or travel extortion. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So, so with, that, with that being said, then, what, what would be your kind of final message to CISOs um, who are perhaps looking to, to make their uh, Active Directory a little bit more resilient? Well, hopefully what's come across is, is Active Directory is the most important service that a CIO or a CISO operates. But none. without Active Directory, none of your uh, rest of your IT services that you deliver to your business will work. And if those services don't work, pretty much every business is a digital business. Um, therefore, they'll experience significant business outages, which will cause financial reputation or environmental potentially, or indeed safety risks. Um, and therefore, one has to make AD operational re operationally resilient. Um, and, uh, and that means you have to look at people, process and technology um, to avoid AD being compromised, but one should also pre prepare for the uh, eventuality or, or one might actually say the inevitability where it will get compromised and you've got to recover quickly. And that's why I like the term operationally resilient. It's not, it's, you know, you do your very, very best to withstand being compromised, but actually you accept that at some point you will be and therefore your ability to recover from that um, that breach is is as important, almost as important as your ability to stop it happening in the first place. Very, very well said. Simon, thank you so much for coming on today. I really do appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. And also thank you to everyone who listened as well. We hope you took a lot away from today's podcast, but for further information on what we talked about, please head on over to semperis.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms 
Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head over to em360tech.com.